Hey everyone, it's Christy Dole. Welcome back to the podcast, When Hustle Meets Flow. Today, we're going to have a conversation about a few different things. So grab your drink, (laughs) sit on back. I have different topics that I've been wanting to discuss over the past few weeks, but because of what's happening in the world, it's kind of hard to ignore. So I feel like it's important to kind of come in with you guys real time, real talk, and just share kind of how I'm working through everything, knowing that a lot of my audience is in the same phase of life that I'm in, meaning we've got young children. And I know there's other parts of my audience that are in different seasons of their life. So I'm just going to be offering to you my perspective and how I'm moving through things. My advice is to take anything that you hear that, that lands well, that you feel you connect with and run with it, try it. So, um, yeah, how's everybody doing? (laughs) It's been a crazy few weeks. I saw a super funny meme that said, none of this shit was on my 2020 vision board. And it's true. Nobody, I mean, I guess some people could have predicted it, but I certainly couldn't have predicted that, um, you know, essentially two to three months in 2020 would just be sort of, um, yeah, par for the course. But here we are. And I can share with you that for myself, I go in and out of feeling grounded and like I have, you know, some sort of a reality to how to figure this all out. And then I move into feeling like somebody has literally tossed me up in the air and I don't know when I'm coming back down. Um, I really do go in and out of that. And today is March 26th, I think. And it was just yesterday that the governor of our state announced that school would be closed until May 4th. Um, so up until yesterday, we thought it was going to be April 6th and now they're making it May 4th, which, um, certainly made me feel a little out of control yesterday. I am, I have two children, their ages are six and three, and I feel beyond blessed that they are at this age because the pressure that I feel about school and teaching, it's, it's not much. Um, my oldest is in kindergarten, my little one's in preschool. So I feel like, you know, I feel like they're going to be okay, but I, I feel, I feel for the parents that have high schoolers and middle schoolers and, you know, kids in third, fourth and fifth grade. I know that there's learning that they are missing out on. Um, however, and I am going to say this because I do believe this to my core, there is truly an opportunity for us as parents to, teach them things that they normally wouldn't learn in school. And it really is true that 10, 15, 20 years from now, our kids can potentially look back on this moment and see it as a really fun time that they had with mom and dad or a really cool experience that they had homeschooling. And so I've actually thought to myself, how will the children of this generation process this? How is this going to affect the psyche and the consciousness of this age group that is experiencing this right now? And it's it should be interesting to see how it shakes out. But, but my guess is that there may be an uptick in homeschooling. There may be an uptick in, um, I shouldn't say an uptick, but there may be some changes coming in how 
traditional school is looked at um, because, you know, these kids are home now for, it's looking like um, almost two months. And if we as parents can figure out ways to teach them things and to keep their education going, well, then that really opens up a whole new paradigm of what is possible in education. And I think that that's a good thing. But going back to sort of how I'm moving through this phase of what we're all going through, I definitely have my moments of feeling grounded. I have my moments of feeling um, not grounded. And what is helping me sort of, quote unquote, feel normal are for sure my habits, the habits that I really started to put in place. And it's it's funny, as I say this, I feel like my my guides, my angels, uh, you know, my, my own, my higher self, I feel like they all knew that something like this was coming because I started this habit of waking up early and doing journaling and meditating and, and having a, a, a morning routine that grounds me to help me feel purposeful. Um, I started that over a year ago. And had I not had that, my anxiety or the anxiety that I experienced would go through the roof, through the roof. I know it would. So I'm very thankful that on a energetic level, I sort of, you know, was preparing for this. So staying in my habits has really helped. And I do want to bring light to the fact that there have been days where I haven't woken up early and I haven't meditated and I have not journaled. And on those days, I feel very, um, undone on those days. I feel way more anxious and, uh, less patient with my family and less loving towards myself. So, and it's only been a couple of days, but those couple of days were big reminders for me about how I actually want to show up during this time. Um, so I did want to just share that one little takeaway for you right now is if you have moments throughout your day, during this crisis and beyond, that is not how you want to show up. So like, let's say you sleep in or you're not exercising or you're eating like crap or you're drinking too much or you yell at your children or you're, you know, you just let your kids watch TV all day or you, you know, you and your spouse are like snippy at each other. Like anything that you do that is not how you want to show up, in those moments, just acknowledge, oh, okay, this is a reminder of how I don't want to be. And let it serve as the reason why you return back to your intentionality about how you want to be versus allowing that moment to spiral you into a downward spiral, right? So let's take drinking, for example. Truthfully, I'm not a big drinker at all. If you know me in real life, you know this to be true. I'm not somebody that just has a glass of wine at night. That's not who I am. Um, however, I have probably had some cocktails this week and it's only Thursday. Um, that's not how I want to show up. And so I, I did it. I'm human. I did it. And what I found was afterwards and the morning after, I realized, oh, you know what? This is why I don't drink. It makes me feel a little sluggish. I have a little bellyache, you know, whatever. And it just serves as a reminder to how I want to show up so that when those moments come and I'm like, oh my gosh, it would be so nice to just have a little buzz right now, I'm reminded, oh, actually, that's not how I want to show up. Or another example, um, there was a couple mornings where I slept in until like 9.30 or 10. 
And on those days, oh my gosh, I felt so out of control. I felt so um, anxious. And those days reminded me, oh, this is why I wake up early. Like this, even though the kids don't have to get up to go to school, even though I don't have to be here or be there, I'm still going to choose to wake up early because it actually makes me feel better. So if you have those moments where you slip and you're human and you, you know, you just slip, let it serve as a reminder for how you actually choose to be and don't let it be the beginning of this massive downward spiral because the further down that spiral you go, the harder it is to climb back out, right? So um, all all moments, including the negative ones, are opportunities for us to grow, to learn, to take a step forward in the direction that we want to go. So I've definitely been going in and out of those moments. And um, the thing that helps me, like I said, was waking up early, having my journaling, my meditation, and exercise. Oh my gosh, if you don't have a movement practice yet, there is no better time than the present. And if you're home, I know you have the time, right? There's so many free resources on YouTube, Facebook. I'm sure you have a friend that's doing some sort of a free workout class right now. Um, Going outside, going for a walk. I know I've been running a ton, but movement has been the medicine for me to just keep me feeling good. And actually, I literally just ran uh, three miles before I sat down for this podcast and I was feeling really good. That's why I wanted to come in and, and record because I was feeling really good, you know, the endorphins and all those things. So something else that I've kind of been working through that I wanted to share with you guys right now is I, okay, so something that I'm struggling with is basically how to show up Um, from a business standpoint during this time. So at the very beginning of the year, I kind of looked at the 12 months ahead of me and I planned out sort of the projects that I would have, the things I would release, the content I would create. And I had kind of like a loose schedule for when things would roll out. Now, mind you, I'm in a brand new business coaching, right? So I've, I've been coaching and mentoring for the last 10 years, but really making it an official business with clients and things like that. I mean, we're talking months. Okay. So I'm, I'm like a brand new baby in this. And I was like so excited because I had a business plan and all these things. And then coronavirus hits. And so one thing that I've been sort of, I don't want to use the word struggling with, but I've been thinking about and, and yeah, I'm just going to say it struggling with is do I continue moving forward as planned? Right. Um, the thing that I had planned was a campaign in the month of March on self-love. Now, I get real excited when I talk about self-love, and I have this dream in my mind of really making this a huge topic that is talked about in the personal growth and personal development world right now, because I think it's massively overlooked, massively undervalued, and it's literally the foundation and the key to unlocking happiness in every aspect of your life, literally. I've been studying this. I've been doing it myself for three or four years. I've been seeing it in partners of mine for the last, you know, 10 years. Uh, Self-love is something I'm so passionate about. So in the beginning, I had had decided in March would be the month that I have the self-love campaign 
And I would be posting about it on Instagram and doing stories and giving captions and giving tons and tons and tons of free, free content and value. And then my plan was to have a four day challenge at the end of this month that would then roll into my first course offering all on self-love. And so I started doing that. And then this whole thing happened. And there's a part of me that has been really asking myself, is now the right time? Is it appropriate? Is it, am I being sensitive to people and what they're going through? Like, you know, all these things coupled with, you know, my, all my own insecurities that I have about promoting something and teaching on it and selling it and things like that. So I have really been going back and forth between, do I do this? Do I not do this? And then I have these thoughts of like, I should be doing more and look at this person and look at that person. And one thing that I have really found, and this is another little awareness for you guys to notice is my old ego patterns have been rearing their ugly head very recently. And I've noticed it's because I'm under stress, right? So this situation, even though I'm home, I'm safe, it's stressful because it's a change. It's new. Um, it's a little traumatic hearing you know, all these different stories and the media and the this and the that. So, you know, tr- trauma stress is on like a, is, is on a, a scale. And even if it's a low level amount of trauma or stress or a high level amount of trauma or stress, it still affects our brains in the same way. And what I have found is that my old patterns are showing up. And for me, that looks like um, having low self-worth, feeling like I'm an imposter, just low self-esteem, all that stuff that I have really worked through. I'm noticing that it's rearing its ugly head. And so I'm going to ask you as a little practice during this time, what have you noticed has been coming up for you that you haven't really thought or felt about in a while? Because those are old patterns. And when the ego is feeling challenged with stress and trauma, which my ego is feeling challenged with stress and trauma at the moment, um, it's going to revert back to your old patterns because that's what the ego knows. The ego knows the stuff that you're used to, right? So if you're doing the self-development work, you can have some awareness. And for me, I've noticed, oh, these old patterns are coming up. So I'm not going to believe these thoughts because they're not really true. They're just old patterns that are showing up. My ego is trying to keep me safe by reminding me about all these old things that I've worked through so that I don't continue to press forward in the plans and the desires of my heart. But that's not actually what I truly want. I want to continue forward. I want to share this message. So COVID-19 is really giving me an opportunity to really do some some growth work. And when these old patterns come up, it's giving me an opportunity to look at them, observe myself and how this is kind of coming up and and deciding to continue to move forward, to come up with affirmations, to journal, to meditate on it, to sit with it, all the things, all the tools in my toolbox that I have that help me move past something that's that's uncomfortable or fearful or stressful. This is giving me that opportunity. So as I've been going back and forth with like, do I do this? Do I not do this in my business? These old patterns have been coming up, which have then given me an opportunity to examine them. 
um, learn from them, grow from them, and continue to move on from them. So what I have decided to do is to keep going on with my message because I so believe in my heart that self-love is the foundation and the key that unlocks happiness to everyone's life in every aspect of their life. Now, I do want to talk on self-love just for a moment because we're talking about it and I'm feeling real good and I want to share this with you and I want you to understand this, that I really mean this. Every single part of your life, every single aspect, every every part, you know, every aspect of your life, the amount of love that you have for yourself directly affects that part of your life. So the the main kind of pillars of our life that I see are relationships, career, career and or purpose, um, health, and just really overall satisfaction with your life, overall happiness, just sort of like your disposition, those four things, right? Your relationships, that's every relationship. That's the relationship you have with yourself, your family, your friends, your community, your work, your, your boss, your employees, like literally every, everything, your kids, the cashier guy, the person on the road that you drive by and flip off, like all those people, your career or your sense of purpose. So this is just sort of what you do, how you do it, how you see yourself being of contribution in the in society, your health, and this is your mental health, your physical health, and then lastly, just your overall satisfaction with life, your overall sense of joy in life. Those four things covers every part of your life. And the amount of love that you have for yourself, the amount of time that you put into it, the amount of intentionality you have, the amount of awareness that you have, it directly um, affects every single part of those uh, of the four pillars that I just mentioned to you. Now, here's what I have found is that they are not teaching self-love in school. They're not teaching it in grade school or elementary or high school. They're not teaching it in college unless there's some elective that you're taking in psychology or something. Um, You know, I know our parents did their very best, but how many of us had mothers that really took the time to love themselves and put themselves first? You know, I'm sure they're out there, but for the most part, we never had those examples. So now as adults, we have to take the ownership and teach ourselves So the thing that I'm teaching is self-love is not just saying like, oh, I love myself because that's crap. That's so surface and 99% of us don't even mean it. And I know that's really sad to say. I went to a Rachel Hollis conference this past summer and she does this exercise where you answer these questions. You just like check boxes, yes, no, things like that. And then you And then everyone sort of shuffles up their papers amongst like 3,000 people. So you never know where your paper is. And one of the questions on the questionnaire says, I hate the way I look. And if you have a paper where that's checked, you stand up. And guys, in a a room where there was 4,000 people, 3,995 of them stood up. We are conditioned to hate the way we look, to hate the to hate who we are, to not love ourselves. That's just how the society is set up. So what I'm teaching 
is self-love is not just about looking in the mirror and saying, oh, I love what I see. It's about doing the work that is required to truly love yourself at every level. So what I'm teaching are four pillars, loving your past, loving your present, loving your mind, loving your body. And it goes into all different facets. So the mind and the past is really about loving your mistakes. Can you love yourself for the mistakes that you made? Can you forgive yourself and others for the mistakes that they've made? Can you create empowering self-talk? Can you challenge your limiting beliefs? Do you Can you love yourself enough to challenge your ego, to do ego work, to be uncomfortable when your ego is having a, a, a hissy fit? Can you love yourself enough to just sit in that space? Um, can you love yourself enough to move your body every day as a celebration and not as a punishment? Can you one day actually look in the mirror and start to love what you see? Can you love yourself enough to start to look at the relationship that you have with food and ask yourself, is it loving or do I punish myself for what I eat or do I use food as a way to make myself feel better? Um, Can you love yourself enough to create boundaries with yourself and other people in your life? Do you love yourself enough to create a future self, to dream about who you could become Can you cultivate love in yourself so that you can start to imagine a future that gets you excited? All of these things is what I'm teaching on Instagram right now, and I'm going to be finishing it with a four-day challenge, and then I'm going to be rolling that into my very first course offering, and it's all about bringing in these concepts that I said with different journaling prompts and exercises. Um about creating and cultivating self-love. The reason why I'm so passionate about this is because it has changed my life on every single level. Every single level it has changed my life and it continues to change my life. And it's all about getting down to the core of loving yourself. And it shows up in different ways. So those are the things that I'm really excited about right now. And although coronavirus is is making me feel like, oh, maybe I should, maybe I shouldn't, I've actually journaled enough, I've worked with my coach enough that no, this is something that even now more than ever, I'm feeling called to and, and, and passionate to continue to share that. So I hope you guys will join me on Instagram and check it out. Um, I will obviously come in and share with you the details with the challenge and, the, and the, my first course offering. I'm really excited about all of that. And yeah, I'm just remembering that this next month or so, or however long it takes, is new uncharted territory. I am being gentle with myself. I am loving myself through it. That love is allowing me to love my children the way they deserve, love my partner the way he deserves. Um, and yeah, just just remembering that it's just going to be up and down, up and down. So I hope you guys found this message well. I am um, really excited about what I am creating. It's with you in mind um, to just live happier. That's literally what I'm all about. If I can teach one person how to find more joy, purpose, peace in their life, I'm done. I'm good. <laughs> so anyways, if you guys want to follow me on Instagram, it's at when hustle meets flow. Same thing on Facebook. My website is www.whenhustlemeetsflow.com. You can go there for information on um, coaching. And yeah, join my email list because I'm actually going to be sharing another offering that I'm having 
very soon. Um, and it's around my angel guide cards, which are amazing. So anyways, more on that in my email, join it and I'll see you later.